What's up, guys? In this episode of the Real Estate Level Up podcast, I'm going to be talking to you a little bit about the number one common trait of a successful business owner. Before we get there, I want to welcome you as this podcast is all about helping you level up in all areas of your life. And in future episodes, I'm going to be interviewing some of my students, mastermind students, clients, people I work with, and partners, and various other people. So you guys can see behind the scenes what it is that I do every single day in my real estate investing company and my other companies. So let's get started delving right in. The number one key to a high performance entrepreneur, a successful business owner, and how to become one. I want to first share with you that there's several things in our business that I notice. And a lot of people who truly have uh, success and not just money success. Cause that's, see a lot of people have money success, make money, except they don't have other categories sometimes down. They maybe aren't where they want to be in their health and fitness or, uh, their relationships or their relationship with God or, uh, their exercise, their, their fun, their contribution, or their time freedom, whatever it is, they have one area down maybe, but not, and then they're missing some others. And, the purpose of this podcast, the purpose of everything I do is to help people have that leveled up life in all categories of life, not just money, although that's one very important piece. So I'll mention that the truly successful people who have the balanced life are the ones I notice who have not only money freedom, but time freedom and other types of freedom in their life to do what they want when they want and not be tied down by answering a phone 24-7, not be tied down by always being looking, wondering what's going on next, what's going on next, do I need to take this call? And so to begin to remove ourselves, you know, the, the blessed curse of the entrepreneur so many times I see is people will make enough money as an entrepreneur to quit the job or to replace an income, and then they wind up getting right back into a daily grind. Only difference is they work for themselves now instead of working for someone else. And while that's great and that's an awesome step, it's kind of is frustrating sometimes if you got away from this job or this role in order to just create another job. Because you got away from the job to create a life of freedom, not another job that's even more demanding. And so the first thing I notice in entrepreneurs is we can go through cycles if we're not careful. And we think, well, this is just the way it is. And I remember a time where I dreaded my phone ringing because I felt like, oh, crap, who's calling me now? Do I need to answer this phone? And I remember the calls coming in nonstop and it's phone call after phone call after text after text after message after meeting. And it can be, frankly, overwhelming at times. And when that was happening to me, I had to take a step back and I said, wait a second, what if I decide to make a transition? And what if I begin to automate my business and I begin to take myself out of the equation? If I do it more than twice, I should have done automated it. Most texts I send are repetitive. My assistant could send them or a virtual AI could send it. Most things I write, shoot, most emails I write could be replaced by ChatGPT and it could write it for me. So most of the things we do could quickly be automated if we just think about how to do it. So that's step one. And then we begin to see there's things that can't be automated by AI and must have a great team. 
in order to do that, it requires being a certain type of person. You know, what I ask myself when I begin to grow my team and recreate the culture of my team was, who does Andrew need to be to attract the people that I envision attracting? The amazing, loving, big-hearted, kind, successful, high-energy, highly active, amazing people. Who does Andrew need to be to attract them? How do I become more of that person? And so as business owners and entrepreneurs, even if you're a solopreneur at this point, the question we have to ask ourselves is how do I become the person to attract help? Even if your team is a series of joint ventures who people take a piece of the profit for helping you do deals and you help them do deals, whatever that team looks like, whether it's a payroll, you have five or 10 employees or 110 employees, it doesn't matter if you become the person who attracts the right kind of people, then you'll be surrounded by amazing people, as am I, my amazing partner and my amazing team. Now, getting to the number one key, the number one trait I see in successful business owners, yes, they are balanced. That is absolutely key. They want a balanced life. They have a balanced life. And they find mentors in all categories. Uh, yes, they are givers and generous people. Something I notice, though, commonly in all successful entrepreneurs is they operate well under pressure. Why is that so important? I believe uh, something happens in the brain of an entrepreneur whenever we go through things. And in a nine to five position, a lot of times we can. Uh, we're underneath someone as far as our role or responsibility and the the responsibility goes up and as a business owner all responsibility comes back to us and sometimes that pressure can be quite overwhelming uh things don't go right timelines don't get met the team uh doesn't work out like you had hoped they would or something doesn't go the proper way or somebody's not happy or a client ain't satisfied and all fingers point to the entrepreneur as a business owner, you must operate well under pressure. And if you don't yet, don't worry, there's hope. You can learn to operate well under pressure if you want to. It's not for everybody and that's okay. If you're an entrepreneur and you want a business and you want to be a business owner, our business owner, and you want to level up, be okay with operating well under pressure. You say, well, how does that work? I don't like to be stressed. Well, that's part of it is learning not to be stressed even when you're under pressure. Sometimes things come at us just as quickly as we can make a decision. You know, I've, I've had those days where before this Zoom call ends, the phone's ringing. Before the phone uh, call ends, the text is going off. Before the text gets answered, uh, another meeting that you're supposed to be at, uh, you're running five minutes late for it. And then there's traffic. And so now you're texting them. And then you realize that because this meeting's late, the next call is going to be late. And it's one of those days that one thing leads to another. And you're going, crap, can I just rewind and start the day over? Except number one. We have to operate through that. Let's go, how do we perform well in this moment and not be stressed? How do I provide value to everyone in my life and continue to be a person who operates uh, on time and well under pressure? And then also, I ask myself, how can I avoid this in the future? Number one, in the moment, we just have to make it happen. And number two, we can ask ourselves, what happened that I could do differently to avoid this in the future? Now, if there's traffic and there was a wreck and you're on your way to an appointment and it's 
jammed up for 30 minutes. You couldn't have planned for it. It is what it is. Sometimes things happen. But if perhaps I forgot to put something on my calendar, I'm going to ask, where did the ball get dropped? Is that something that I, I done, didn't do? Something that I'd asked my assistant to do and they missed? Where, where did the ball get dropped? Where did we miss this? So we reflect, review, where did we miss this? How can we do better in the future? How can we operate better in the future so that we don't have to deal with this level of pressure? Uh, how can I figure for more time between my meetings so that I'm not slammed and don't have time to breathe between the Zoom call and the meeting and the phone call and the text message? How can I better schedule my day and my is my most important daily action steps? How can I schedule my uh, day in order to best support my progress? So operate well under pressure and learn to continually operate smarter so that you have as little stress as possible to become the most successful, happy, joy-filled, thriving entrepreneur you could possibly be. Make sure you give me a five-star review, a thumbs up, whatever platform you're on. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Real Estate Level Up Podcast.